Damien's eyes flicker open. He finds himself on his side, with his back against the wall and his right arm asleep beneath his head. He sits up slowly and rests his head against the wall as he shakes his shoulder, his heavy arm flopping like a fish on a sun-baked pier. He glances around the darkened room as the feeling returns to his limb, trying to piece together what had happened in the hour before he fell into his slumber. But all he can picture is the sight of Vivian's fangs sunk deep into the neck of an unsuspecting motorist, his veins and arteries and capillaries spraying the last of his blood down his plaid pullover as his prune body wastes away. Damien looks across the room at the opposing bunk bed. Vivian lay fully clothed on the mattress, her arms eloquently folded across her stomach. A sharp pang of anxiety runs down Damien's spine. She isn't moving. No rhythmic rising and falling of her chest, no subtle twitching of her muscles, no signs of life whatsoever. Damien starts forward but stops himself just as quickly. Vampires don't die in their sleep. This must be normal for her. A cold chill washes over him, and he looks back at his own mattress as if to analyze the contours of the sheets. Do I look like that when I... Damien shakes his head and gets to his feet. He takes one last glance at his sire and slowly turns the key in the lock. He eases the door open, grabs his katana, and steps into the fluorescent light of the hallway. He carefully pulls the door closed behind him and rests against it, closing his eyes. The grisly scene instantly flashes through his mind, shocking him back to life. He looks around wildly, noticing for the first time a subtle but unmistakable haze clouding and darkening the scene around him almost as if a thin veil has been pulled over his pupils. He shakes his head again, but his vision remains the same. What is this? Damien stops short of the top of the staircase and peers around the corner. A quartet of retirees lumbers through the hallway in the opposite direction, engaged in idle banter with a priest dressed in a waving black robe. The group comes to a stop at the entrance to the cathedral as the priest steps in front of them. He pulls open one of the large mahogany doors and motions for the group to enter first. Damien waits for the door to close behind the priest before stepping into view. He keeps his eyes trained on the carpet underfoot as he walks toward Father Gerhard's office, failing to notice the warmth spreading across his skin. He looks up after a moment and instinctively jumps back into the shadows as he notices the sunlight breaking through the cloud cover and streaming through the windows. He looks down at his arm expecting to be met with the sight of charred flesh and oozing blood. Instead, he sees only his own skin, intact and unharmed. Astonished, he extends his hand into the beam, feeling the warmth on his skin once more. He slowly steps in front of the window and looks out into the world, watching a large flock of birds soar through the air for the first time since he was embraced. He smiles despite himself as the light inches across his pale face. Ah, Damien! Damien turns toward the sound of Leonard's voice. The man strolls across the hallway, his own black robe barely scraping the carpet. You seem to be in a rather chipper mood. Chipper? Damien notices his slight smile and immediately focuses all of his effort on maintaining it. It's the sunrise. I pulled so many all-nighters lately I was starting to miss it. I wanted to speak with you about last night. After you went to sleep, your sire received a visit. She will be busy this Saturday. Damien turns, bristling. What? She just made plans without me. Not exactly. 
The person she spoke with had horrible timing. She asked if you could come along, but she was denied. Great. What am I supposed to do now? Well, instead of Vivian, would you like for me to teach you some things? Damien hesitates. He knows Vivian would probably have his head for taking actual lessons from anyone, even if she had already deemed the person trustworthy. A genuine smile spreads across his face. If Vivian's gonna fuck with me, I'm gonna return the favor. That would be great. I still know pretty much nothing about all this. Leonard's eyebrows raise at the sound of Damien's not-so-subtle dig at his own sire. I see. Well, I am glad to be of service. If you'll excuse me, I have to get back to the visitors. Go and enjoy the city during the daytime. You won't get to do it much more in the future, I assume. The men exchange a brief nod before Leonard walks toward the cathedral. Damien affixes the katana to his waistband, glares pointedly toward the staircase, and sets off toward the main entrance with purpose. Damien pulls into the last remaining parking spot alongside a large outdoor courtyard lined with restaurants. He glances at the back seat, ensuring once again that his katana is safely hidden beneath an assortment of random clothes he had grabbed from the church's lost and found on his way out. He sits quietly for a moment before exiting the car. American tourists surround a decorative fountain at Damien's end of the courtyard. He strides toward them, catching glimpses of various humanoid statuettes seemingly tumbling from a large basin in the center of the fountain. He comes to a stop just a few steps away from the crowd and glances around the courtyard, trying to focus his eyes on something, anything. Despite his best efforts, the veil remains affixed over his vision blanketing the courtyard with a shroud of what he can only describe as intangibility. He holds his hand in front of him, curling and uncurling his fingers, feeling the sensation of his chipped fingernails grating against his palm, but sensing a level of disconnection between himself and his own skin and appendages. Yo, cool neck tattoo, dude. Damien turns around, letting his hand fall to his side. A man no more than five years his senior stands behind him his pale skin glistening in the sunlight. He removes his hand from the pocket of his long black trench coat and extends it toward Damien with a smile. Damien takes it apprehensively. You seem a little lonely. You wanna come sit with us? I'm sure you'd fit right in. We do have similar tattoos, after all. The stranger turns his head, revealing a small, semi-spherical scar on the center of his neck. Damien stares blankly at it for a moment before a twinge on the back of his neck refreshes his memory. The Camarilla branding. He must be an outlaw of some kind. Damien looks past him toward a cafe several paces from the fountain. Three young adults in relatively nondescript clothing sit at a small table beneath a large orange umbrella, sipping from coffee mugs and finishing off an assortment of pastries and sandwiches. One of the three, a particularly beautiful young woman with long blonde hair and shimmering green eyes, turns toward Damien and waves subtly earning a swift but hushed rebuke from the other two. The stranger beckons Damien toward the table with a flick of his head, his curly black bangs falling into his eyes. Damien starts toward the table, receiving an unexpected pat on the back from the stranger as he walks. The other young man in the group, a lanky punk rock type wearing a sleeveless denim jacket over a faded black tee, removes his reflective sunglasses and regards Damien with a scowl. Who the hell is that, Sam? <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. He's one of us. Eh, show them your neck. 
Damien complies. He turns back to the group in time to catch the tail end of a nod of approval from his challenger. Sam turns to Damien. What's your name? Damien. Yourselves? Name's Derek. The blonde extends her hand toward Damien with a smile, her white blouse slightly brushing against the table. Lauren, I'm the leader of this bunch. It's wonderful to meet you, Damien. The final member of the group, a tall and rather physically fit woman sporting a black pixie cut and a low-cut black training shirt, extends her hand to Damien. And I'm Shannon. It's lovely to add a new pal to the group. <laughs> what do you say we head to our place? Get the... get the newbie integrated. Lauren nods and gets to her feet, motioning for Derek and Shannon to follow. Damien pulls the car keys from his pocket, but Sam shakes his head. He points to an eccentric, multicolored tower poking its head around the corner of a large bank before clapping a hand on Damien's shoulder. The group starts toward the tower as one.